Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and I'd like to welcome back in 2023 our favourite economist, our resident economist, really, Stephen Kukoulos. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Sean, and a big Happy New Year. Same to you. Of course, you'll always find Stephen at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com, and on Twitter using the handle thekook. Now, Stephen, before the show this morning, you were just mentioning that things are busy already. Normally, no one does anything much till after Australia Day, but in fact, things have ramped up early, you reckon? Look, I think so. It's just an observation from what's happening in in my neck of the woods and with people who I talk to that there seems to be a shorter holiday period and people are sort of certainly back in the swing of getting ready for the year ahead probably a, you know, two or three weeks before they used to. I don't know whether this is a sort of a change in patterns after COVID or whether the yeah, is just so strong they have to be at work, but it, it, it seems to be a, a fairly solid kickoff to the new year and here we are only in the sort of third week of, of the new year. Maybe people like you and me spent our money on overseas holidays late last year and have to come back to work early because we don't have the holidays stored up. Perhaps. That, well, that is certainly one issue. Uh, I can only speak for myself and possibly you on that one. But yeah, look, I, I think that is the case too. That we, yeah, we might have um, spent a lot of money, done a lot of uh, travelling late last year. And, you know, we know the Black Friday sales were strong and all these other things. And then, so when we kicked off the new year, gee, I better get back to work. Oh, I've already had my leave. I better, I better turn up. And uh, I think that's happening. And, and, things, and the economy is 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 you know moving along. It's slowing down, but it's moving along. And maybe we need. Need to be busy. Yeah, so just take that a bit further. The past four weeks or so, while most of us have been on holidays for most of the time, yeah, quite a bit's been going on, hasn't it? Both here and in the US, particularly. Very much so in the US. That the themes that we were chatting about in the latter part of 2022 have come to play out in the early part of 2023. And they are that a couple of things. The economies, US, Australia, and globally, are slowing down. That's no surprise that the rate hikes that were delivered uh, through the course of 2022 are starting to bite. So that's the important thing. But arguably even more important, there is clear, and I would say now unambiguous evidence, that global inflation is decelerating and decelerating quite quickly. The US CPIs sort of come off from above 9% now to about 6.5%. And the month on month momentum there suggesting that it could well be you know, at 2% by the end of this year, which would be an extraordinary deceleration. Eurozone's a little bit different because of gas prices and global uh, indicators are a fraction different. But nonetheless, it's pretty clear that we've seen that uh, deceleration in inflation coming through. Bond markets have rallied like crazy. Yields are significantly lower now than they were a month ago. The rate hiking pricing for financial markets has been scaled back. Um, equity prices choppy, of course, because fears of recession versus the good news of not as many rate hikes. So um, we're just still digesting this, you know, these, these new dynamics, I suppose, that have evolved. Okay. Now, we kick off the year's economic news. Well, we had unemployment last week, actually. And I just want to ask you, I mean, something Michael brought up in the uh, show last week, unemployment in December came in at 3.5%, which was the same as November. Now, where we all got confused, the preliminary November figure said 3.4%. The final one, which we found out last week, said 3.5%. Why is there a difference between preliminary and final figures from the ABS. Yes. This happens um, with all economic data, labour force, GDP in particular. But but for the labour force numbers, uh, a couple of things happen. They do get a little bit more of a 
um, compliance from people who they issue the surveys to. And when those new numbers come in, it's a little bit like postal votes come in. And, you know, they're not many, but it can at the margin change things. And also they have a uh, an adjustment to the seasonal numbers and the seasonal process. And they tweak them and it's rarely, if ever, more than 0.1 of a percentage point on the unemployment rate, which is what we saw last month. So a combination of getting that final input of the last, you know, little bit of data from the surveys impacts their numbers, and um, that's what happened for the November data. And, you know, the employment number was actually revised down from, you know, growth of 62,000 to 56,000. So that's where the unemployment rate picked up. Yeah, right. Okay, that's a much better answer than I gave. Now, this week, big one, CPI for the December quarter. Oh, again, as we were just discussing, you know, the inflation numbers in the US and around the world seemingly are topping out. Now, they're not going to top out in Australia. The December quarter headline inflation number will probably come in around about 1.7, 1.8% quarter on quarter, around about 7.5% year on year. And we know that it's high for a couple of reasons, that building costs are still there. We know that a lot of um, retail, electricity, gas prices are still increasing, and that's feeding directly into the CPI. More interesting, arguably, for financial markets, and certainly our friends at the RBA, will be the underlying inflation measures, which strip out some of these volatile items and items that are driven by you know one-off events. It's probably going to be showing a quarterly rise, a little bit under 1.5, so still very elevated. Don't get me wrong, it's, it's still inflation's high, but the annual figure will probably be around about 6%, not the 75 that the headline figure is going to be showing. So um, two things to note for that, yes, inflation's high, but it will probably, very probably, be lower than what the RBA was forecasting in November. So therefore, we get into this you know, debate, discussion, you know, has the RBA finish its hiking cycle or are there a couple more hikes to come? And, you know, these CPI numbers will feed into that narrative very clearly. Mm. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. What do you reckon? Do you think they'll keep raising rates in the next couple of months? The short answer for me is no. I think they've done enough. And, you know, from what Dr Lowe was saying late last year in his public speeches and and the like, there's a couple of things that are filtering into their thinking. Uh, and it's not historical inflation rates. You know, we, as we are just saying, we know that the December quarter is going to be high. The things that are going into their... Uh, consideration. The global economy is weakening. They don't think they need to hike when they know that world economic activity will be slowing through the course of this year. Similarly with inflation, you know, just as inflation in Australia was largely imported from global economic conditions, the lower inflation will be imported too. So, yeah, supply chain issues have been largely resolved. Um, Commodity prices are down. And so when you sort of crunch the numbers, what could inflation be, you know, in the latter part of 2023 without more rate hikes, you get a number that's getting close to the RBA target. So um, I think Dr. Lowe will be having a bias to hike. He'll probably come out and say, oh, look, if, if we are going to move rates, it'll be up, not down. But to actually act on that trigger will require, you know, a, a, an upside surprise to the inflation reading. And as we are just discussing on the labour market, probably um, a, a rebound in employment and another dip back lower in the unemployment rate, which of course would feed into wages. Stephen, enjoy the week, the month, and indeed 2023. And same to you. Let's hope it's a good one for everybody and every market you're invested in. Indeed. I'll speak next week. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Sean. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, The Week Ahead. Fear and Greed.